0: This is the Morning Brief from The Economic Times.
1: Have you received an email from your HR team about when your office might reopen, at least for some sections and on some days of the week? Or perhaps got calls from your manager asking when you're likely to be back in office? While it might still be early days, with the second wave of COVID finally abating, and many companies having embarked on large-scale vaccination drives, corporate India is now starting to talk about when employees can return to office, at least in batches. But not everyone is comfortable with the idea of getting back to the workplace at the earliest.
0: I'm really uncomfortably joining the work uh, back right now because uh, of being partially vaccinated and also the fact that uh, social distancing is going to be suspect because majority of the people are going to be back in office. But even so, I think all the managers uh, have been asked to ensure uh, majority of the team is back to work uh, by end of June.
1: That was an employee with the legal team of a large Indian corporate subsidiary who spoke to us on the condition of anonymity. Let's call him Rahul. Now, Rahul, as you just heard, is not happy with the idea of having to go back to work and he has good reason for that. He told me he just lost close family to COVID so he knows how bad things can get. Yet, even though his job can be done perfectly well from home, he might have to go back to office because his boss has been insisting that he do so. Is Rahul's case an exception or... Are there more companies telling employees, either overtly or covertly, that their days of work from home might be numbered? Will your return to the office depend on your vaccination status? Since these are all questions that affect each of us, I spoke to a few experts, including a partner at a top law firm who deals with employment issues, to understand the lay of the land. That's in today's episode of The Morning Brief from The Economic Times, and I'm your host, Induleka Arwen.
2: I'm just saying the way how you do, for example, brainstorming session, motivation session, looking at people in the eye, the body language. How do you replace what you learn from body language and use it for motivating employees or relating to people? How do you do it in a work home environment? Hmm. So all of that will see a change. Hybrid model is there to say. Similarly, across the uh, cities or across geographies, trying to meet together is not going to happen hmm. to the same extent. So all of it we are going to change we actually, uh, you know, then experimented with a, a, a kind of a hybrid uh, model where uh, for some of the roles, uh, people came into office for some days and things like that. Hmm. Um, and and uh, what we've seen is that probably uh, seems to work best, uh, you know, and probably will be the model going forward.
1: That was big basket promoter K. Ganesh and Policy Bazaar COO Sharad Dhal telling an interviewer about the kind of calls their organizations had to make about working from home, including the hybrid model that many others have been talking about. I asked Soumya Bhattacharya, ET senior editor who heads the careers beat and as a result knows what India Inc. is thinking about employee policies, what she's been hearing. She told me that right now, Most companies are focusing on employees' safety and well-being and getting them vaccinated. And hence, for the most part, there's no definite timeline that's uniform. But she also had another interesting point.
3: Companies have realized that this hybrid model of work that was like really high in terms of preferences at one point in time, especially in the first wave, will continue in some form for some time now. But Will it be a permanent thing? That's where companies are actually now questioning uh, their own plans. So we hear companies saying that, you know, maybe they'll be partly work from home or employees will come for two, three days. Or there will be some roles that can be done from home. So
1: these are the conversations that are happening. While Soumya said a timeline was not clear right now. Pankaj Bansal, CEO of HR firm PeopleStrong, which deals with over 200 corporate clients, said he expects a change around
2: August. Well, let me quote some data. When I, when I look at uh, the data, say, for instance, uh, a survey which was done by McKinsey. Yeah? Uh, if you look at that data, the most surprising part of that survey was that almost 44%, 45% of employees claimed that You know, my organization, if calling me back to office, it means they are not taking care of my health and my chances to get sick are higher. So imagine there is a negative connotation to coming back to office, right? I expect that by August, September, uh, some part, at least one third of the workforces will be called back unless they are essential services, which are already learning. However, I see full-fledged reopening happening only in the next calendar year or financial year. So I expect January 22 or March, April 22 is the timeframe where organizations will reopen in a full flow. I don't expect corporates will allow all the employees to come on every day. It will be even in the best case scenario will be probably one third of workforce will come on a particular given day or one, one half. So means people will always work on roasters or time plans. That's my answer.
1: Now, for those in the services sector, working from office might seem like something in the dim, distant past. But Anshul Prakash, partner, employment, labor and benefits with law firm Ketan and Co., when asked about whether employees can insist that they have the right to continue to work from home, had an answer that was unequivocal.
0: At the moment, lockdown guidelines and orders were issued under the Disaster Management Act. It was imminent that you have to ask your employees to work from home to the extent it is possible. Employers were quite upbeat about amending their existing terms and conditions of uh, services for their employees. Wherein they can ask the employees to continue to work from home, but also have necessary safeguards in place to say that this is not something which will go on in perpetuity and the employees cannot claim it as a matter of right to stay working from home.
1: This would of course mean that in case you've decamped to Goa or your parents' ancestral home to work from there, you might have to start thinking about moving back to the city in the next few months, depending on your role. But Somia says that everything will depend on how the pandemic progresses, including daily case numbers. But in the meanwhile, what companies are also doing is tracking employee vaccination status.
3: So the, there are in-house apps, as I said, where employees log their self-assessment for their well-being. Now, there are questions about whether the employee has been vaccinated or not is part of this log. So it does kind, uh, kind of sends out a message that, you know, getting
1: vaccinated is something to be done on priority. Soumya is not the only one who told me that companies are keeping track of employee vaccination status. Pankaj too had something similar to share.
2: Now, uh, I can't quote the names, but we have about 200 customers at PeopleStrong. And almost one third of the customers have taken an app through which they can track. It's called a COVID vaccination tracker. It's a part of the HR tech system where people, uh, the corporations are trying to ask employees to voluntarily add data there if they have been vaccinated
1: but while many companies are organizing vaccination drives which is a very laudable step what happens with the ones that aren't and puts the onus of getting the jab on the employee this is not an imaginary scenario but one that was recently shared by bertie thomas an engineer in chennai now bertie set up a website under 45 in to help people find that elusive vaccine slot and he recently tweeted about an incident which sounded troubling.
2: So there was this one person who had reached out and uh, uh, what they wanted was uh, to get a slot and they were finding it very difficult. And the particular issue that they had is like their employer uh, had asked them to uh, get vaccinated uh, before they uh, joined back. From the employer side, they were saying that unless you get vaccinated, at least for dose one, You cannot join back work and also you will not receive pay uh, for the number of days that you uh, do not join back work.
1: Now, that particular story ended on a good note because Bertie was fortunately able to help the person find a slot. But he also happened to mention that this is a national brand that they worked for. Although, again, because the person's career was at stake, they didn't want the company name to be disclosed. So that's a bit of a concern. I went back to Soumya and Pankaj and asked them whether the return to office would depend on vaccination status and if that might be a hurdle for some. Soumya was clear that while she and her team had not heard of employees sending out directives that employees need to get vaccinated, meaning that what Bertie described just might be an exception, it does look like getting a jab might become a must if you want to return to the workplace.
3: So in our reporting, when we talk to companies, uh, they do tell us that um, uh, getting vaccinated will be a prerequisite for employees to return. And that is the kind of message they are sending across to employees also in one form or the other. So so there are two things. One, right now, there is no standardized plan to return to work because the government has not come out, uh, you know, uh, in terms of there is no SOP about that at that level. Uh, also, different cities are in different levels of lockdowns and unlockdowns. so one uniform policy will not work. But the second thing is if and when do people do return to work, vaccination is going to be the differentiator. If some, some companies looking at say, say, for instance, September for opening up, they better have their employees. Uh, uh, you know vaccinated by August and there are companies that are actually you know uh, that actually have some employees go in a small percentage Mm -hmm. where uh, it is clearly stated that uh, unless you are vaccinated at least with the first jab or in some cases both
1: the jabs um, they won't be able to come to work Pankaj also told me that many companies, according to a survey, are likely to have a vaccination policy in place by October, as part of which even your colleagues might have a say about whether you should be allowed to come to office, depending on your vaccination status.
2: Probably the peer group uh, needs to be informed some kind of policy, which is is not clear in my mind how it will happen, but where peer group need to give a consent to allow their peer to come to office if they are not vaccinated right? So those are the kind of things which will come into play because it's not only your health, but it's the health of others as well.
1: Since employee vaccination and the return to office can have different layers to it. For instance, you might have seen the news about Goldman Sachs in the US, making it mandatory for those resuming office to reveal their vaccination status. I had a couple of other questions for Pankaj related to this. Considering that uh, Although not very common, there have been some cases of breakthrough infections, uh, which is when you get infected, even though you've been vaccinated. And in some very exceptional cases, even deaths among those who got vaccinated, are companies thinking about the risk that they might have to bear when they get employees back to office after vaccination? And do you see a future when work contracts might need to be redrawn to reflect this?
2: So, see, most interesting part is the workplaces which employee left in 2020 and when they return back in 2021 will never be the same, right? What they left in 2020 will never be seen ever again uh, in corporation. So that's the reality that we are living with. Are there infections? Yes. If the plant comes up, weeds happen. Yes, they happen. But I believe there is a there is a greater good that is involved, right? For which employees will have to take ownership of their own health. And if vaccination is the most accepted norm globally, which has become the kind of a passport to your basic health, then people will voluntarily move towards this, is my belief. Now, are the policies going to reflect this? It's hard to say, but about, again, most of the organizations, and I think, I don't remember who did that survey, but about 83% of organizations said that they will have a vaccination policy by October, December this year. So a large number of companies are going through a policy. And as far as uh, mishappenings are concerned, if you look at there are deaths which are happening in larger numbers without vaccination, Mm -hmm. right? So what do you choose? Do you choose large number of deaths and a risk and a mayhem and a pandemic without vaccination or lesser number of cases uh, after vaccination? So I think the choice is very clear. We are probably not choosing between good and bad. We are choosing probably in a worse situation, under less bad situation.
1: You've heard what Samya and Pankaj had to say about employee vaccination and offices reopening. I had a few more questions about the legal implications of some of these tricky questions. So I went back to Anshul of law firm Khaitan & Co. to ask him about what he's been hearing and what he's been advising his corporate clients. Anshul, If you could first tell me, you know, you deal with a lot of companies, how are they navigating employee vaccination and the potential return
0: to office? The current area of priority for most employers uh, in India across industries is to ensure uh, broad-based successful administration of uh, COVID-19 vaccination to its workforce. Mm -hmm. But I think uh, because vaccination against COVID-19 is a completely voluntary exercise, at least as for the Government of India orders and guidelines. Employers do not have a statutory right to uh, really require employees to be vaccinated against COVID 19 before their return to the normal workplace. I think the intent has been that uh, employers can, of course, they are spreading awareness, having bespoke one on one sessions or town halls, where the emphasis has been that uh, how vaccination can really help the larger workforce come back to the office and work in a healthy environment where there is no fear as such.
1: That's in fact exactly what I want to ask you because, you know, going forward, uh, would we see a situation where companies can make it uh, mandatory or a prerequisite for employees to get vaccinated before they return to work? Or will that be considered discriminatory practice?
0: So, I would... So, while answering this question, the first premise here would be whether there is any statutory requirement which can be quoted before the Mm -hmm. workforce to make it mandatory for them to get vaccinated. The answer at the outset will be no. Uh, The government of India guidelines or any statute doesn't make it mandatory as such. You can, of course, uh, improvise and give various uh, uh, reasons for employees to get vaccinated. Of course, to the extent any unvaccinated employees may work from home, employers may issue necessary communication to those unvaccinated members of the workforce to continue working from home. However, employers, they need to be mindful that uh, any restriction which you impose on members of your staff or workforce against them entering office if they are not vaccinated, as you rightly mentioned, discrimination is something which uh, which needs to be avoided more so from the perspective of rationalizing or reducing the remuneration or salaries which an employee would ordinarily earn as part of his duties and responsibilities.
1: Sure. In case an employee returns to office uh, after they're vaccinated because the company has said that, uh, you know, post your two vaccination shots and uh, the required period that it will be safe for you to come. And in case they contract COVID after that because there have been exceptional cases of breakthrough infections which have sometimes got serious. So, in such a scenario, does the employee have the rights to hold the company uh, liable? I mean, I'm asking this because there might be safety concerns at least in some uh, employees' minds.
0: At the outset, when the lockdown orders were issued by the government of India and various state governments, The very aspect of work from home was devised as an alternate methodology to ensure that you continue to be around your business while you uh, ask the employees to work from home uh, as one of the options. It is not something which is emanating from a statutory obligation to let the employees work from home. Now, to the extent there are orders from the government of India or state government, as the case may be, uh, to operate at a particular staff percentage when it comes to working from premises or opening up of workplaces, the employers can ask the employees to report uh, at the workplace whether they are vaccinated or unvaccinated because I'm trying to correlate both these two aspects. You can always ask the employees, even if they are not vaccinated, to come back to the office. Under law, there is not an immediate possibility or kind of a bespoke feature or provision which can really instigate or trigger An immediate claim by an employee if he or she contracts COVID-19, whether after vaccination or even otherwise, putting an immediate blame on the employer that because they had to attend office, they have contracted COVID-19. However, needless to mention, you you as from a management perspective, need to demonstrate in case there is any claim that you have followed the protocols, health and safety guidelines as per the requirement of uh, government of India and the appropriate state government have been followed. Uh, Of course, uh, uh, on a timely basis, you also need to make the employees aware as to what they need to do when they're at the workplace because sometimes there may be claims by some members of the workforce that he or she, the adjacent person, has not been following the necessary norms and the employer or the management has not been very keen on them to follow those specific guidelines. It's
1: definitely something that... uh we need to watch out for but are companies also likely to look at you know reworking employee contracts in case of liabilities uh, because of employees getting COVID after coming to office and so on are those things that uh, are playing on companies minds
0: Uh, I would like to divide this question into two parts Indulekha one is about uh, uh, first getting people vaccinated the members of the staff and their family members vaccinated Mm -hmm. and uh, in course of this vaccination drive, uh, majority of the members of the industry do uh, want to take enough care that while this vaccination drive is ongoing, you don't hold us responsible or liable to ensure that the vaccination is completely uh, administered in line with the Government of India guidelines because probably I'm acting only as a facilitator. That's one part. The other thing is, once you have got yourself vaccinated and you resume your work from the premises or from the workplace. It is very uncommon that uh, we are looking at some kind of an exclusion of liability because ultimately it's all between the employer, the management and the employees. Nobody can have a foolproof guaranteed environment that nobody can contract COVID-19. So the very perspective where we talk about exclusion of liability, generally employment contracts are revisited to bring in the element of employees being required to work from home or remotely in the situation of a pandemic based on certain government guidelines. But I don't see uh, much happening on the front wherein employers are asking employees to sign addendums or revised employment contract to say that if I'm calling you at the workplace, you will not be holding me liable because ultimately somewhere at some point in time, you may have to ask and you will have to ask the workforce to come back. And the moment the government of India or the appropriate state government has made it clear for the workplaces to, I would say, unlock or begin to ask your employees to resume their duties from the workplace, whether at a reduced capacity or even at a full-fledged capacity, the employees cannot really refute uh, those instructions or orders from the management to resume work unless and until there is an acute health concern Primarily because of, uh, let's say, people with comorbidities who have not yet been vaccinated or because of shortage of vaccines. So those aspects can be uh, dealt with on a case-to-case basis.
1: My final question to both samya and Pankaj was about whether they thought that the work-from-home mode would be dismantled at the earliest and whether we'd go back to pre-pandemic practices now that vaccinations have begun. Here's what they had to say. So
3: so as I said that the hybrid uh, model of work will stay in some form because companies have actually made long-term infrastructural changes which which are not to be undone like in six months or depending on waves. So hot desking has been uh, put in place at many companies and unlikely they are going to undo that. But companies are indeed looking to call employees back at work. It's not like last year where, okay, all our population is working from home and it's working well. That conversation has actually changed, as you rightly said. And we've seen India's top business leaders say even though a hybrid model will be the new normal in the future, they will ask employees to come to work because social interactions are necessary. And we are hearing this a lot, that companies want people to come back. Um, it, It helps in creativity, it helps in ideation, It basically helps in in having your team together, uh, you know, to to, to, um, brainstorm, to hustle, as they say. Um, On the flip side, uh, employees do wish to return to work. And we, we see this a lot in our conversations that employees want to come back to work because they've been dealing with blurred boundaries between their work and home for far too long. And the stress of this is getting to most people. They, everybody is actually looking forward. A large number of uh, people are looking forward to go back to work. Of course, safety being the prime concern.
2: So I believe that, uh, that if you get employees back to office, if you get employees back to office and on site, as I was telling you, the McKinsey survey, uh, so let me just give, spend a minute on it. People are saying that my work-life balance will get impacted. People are saying my employee well-being is being compromised. I am, uh, My chances of getting sick are higher, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So that's what is happening. Uh, we have a company tagged and it uh, it, it deals with a lot of candidates. So almost 48% of them right, had a view that uh, you know if the organization who they are likely to join have clearly stated... Well-being and vaccination policies, they are likely to opt for them. So the point I'm trying to convey is that it is very, very evident that uh, employees have a very strong view, be it the candidates who will be joining corporations or the existing employees. Both are clearly saying that on work site, if I have to work on site, I must be taken care of in a much more deeper fashion. And the organization must show that they care for me. If that care is missing, uh, then I think uh, uh, the employee employer contract will undergo a change. Employers very soon will realize that we cannot, they cannot force anything on employees. We'll have to figure out a way to give them an option and employee chooses out of it.
1: Whenever employees do have to get back to work, and it's looking increasingly like that might be in a couple of months, at least for some in the services sector. Let's hope that companies do put in place policies that set their workers at ease with wellness continuing to be a top priority. You were listening to The Morning Brief from The Economic Times and I'm Indulekha Arvind. Today's episode was edited and coordinated by Bhavya Dilip Kumar. Do write in with your feedback to The Morning Brief at timesgroup.com. The Morning Brief airs every Tuesday, Thursday and Friday. Thank you for listening Stay safe and have a great day. All the clips used in this podcast belong to their respective owners. You can find the credits in the description.